What is up? Yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Dads with Swag. I'm coming at you live from the swaggiest studio of all, the Dads with Swag Studios. Yes, this week, man, we got a great show for you guys this week. This week, we're talking all things family vacays. Summertime, man, we just went on the most epic summer vacation of all time. And you know I got to share it with my swaggy audience, right? So check it out. I'm going to break it down from soup to nuts. I don't even know what that means, but I heard it on TV the other day, so I'm stealing it. But no, man, here's the thing about family vacations, right? And I've talked about this in other episodes. We get all hyped up. We get all hyped up for the family vacation, right? Because we want to be this magical, Instagram-ready, Snapchat filter, perfect family vacation. But anybody who's taken a family vacation with kids knows that it doesn't always work out that way right? It doesn't always work out that way. And now, so me and the fam bam, man, we, we went, uh, we went to St. John for a week, right? In in the, in the Virgin Islands. Woo. Talk about flight time, right? I like to stay close to home, keep the flight time and the drive time minimal. Cause that, that's one way that I always ensure that we can at least get the vacation started off on the right foot right because our flight time is is minimal and the kids aren't already crabby and cranky and whining and whatnot so i um this is you know different for me because i'm usually not used to to taking the kids on these long flights right because to me that's like a a no-no but we did it. We got it. Booked it up. St. John, Virgin Islands. Here we come, right? The Alfonsos are heading to St. John, the Caribbean, baby. Nothing but painkillers and sandy beaches. And now when I say painkillers, man, I ain't talking about like that oxy stuff or like those opioid things that everybody's ODing on. I'm talking about this delicious cocktail concoction of rum And I don't know what else with a little bit of nutmeg on the top. Delicious. If you've been, then you know. If you haven't, then I put you on notice right now. As soon as you get off the plane in the Caribbean, you need to head to your local bar and say, one painkiller, por favor. They're not going to get the por favor part, but hey, tell them Sean sent you. But check it out. So we got this long flight, right? So, you know, the family's all packed up. And I did it different this time. Um, you know, we, we started packing up a couple days beforehand. And a lot of times because, you know, with my divorce, I only get two, un, two uninterrupted weeks a year with the kids. And we had to take some time previously or I guess I should say 14 days and we had to take some time previously in the summer like the first part of the summer around 4th of July because we was on vacation and I needed to take a couple couple days then and uh so I had like 12 days of vacation right but I knew that we was only between traveling and all that we was only gonna be gone for nine so this time what I did I was smart I got the girls home a day early right? So we could have like 
some family bonding time. And it wasn't like straight from their mom's house to our house to packing to getting on a plane, right? So we had this buffer day, which was awesome. I loved it. I loved that buffer day because we really needed it. Right. Because everybody knows, you know, these poor kids get put through hell. Like as parents, we talk about how crazy it is on us. Right. We talk about like, oh, my gosh, the kids just came back from their dad's house and they're complete fucking idiots. They're animals. I don't know what he lets them do over there. And, you know, fellas, we the same way. Man just came back from baby mama's house and I can't believe these kids. They run in a muck. I don't know. No, do they even have a bedtime? Do they have beds? What's going on? Right. We all do it. It's all the same. You know, and and and, and we think, oh, woe is me. It's the hardest thing. But Take your mind away from you and put yourself in the kids, right? The kids position, living in two separate houses with two separate sets of rules, right? Because as much as you guys try to have, you know, rules that are the same and, you know, households that are the same, it's never going to be the same, right? The toy they want is always at the other parent's house, the book they need or the shoes they want to wear. See, that's like the benefit like the pure one of the pure benefits of having our kids in private school is that it we don't have too many outfit you know for us it's just shoes it's all about the shoes oh those shoes are at dad's or those shoes are at mom's because other than that they got to wear the same shit every day and I got a whole bunch of them at my house and my ex has a whole bunch of them at her house. So we don't have to deal with that too often. But what we have to deal with is the shoes. Oh, I wanted to wear my pink chucks and they're at mommy's. Can we go get them? You know, it's like, it's stuff like that. But think about how crazy that is for the kids to have to deal with this week after week after week, day after day. So we got to cut them some slack, right? Because it's not really their fault. And it's definitely not their fault that y'all got divorced in the first place. That's your fault. So we got to, as parents, we got to start taking more ownership of that, right? So this year, we're like, all right, we're going to get the kids a day early just to kind of like regroup and settle down, right? Get the Alfonso family vacation started off on the right foot. So we did. And then came around 8 o'clock at night. And our flight's still not for a few hours. Got to take the red eye because we don't want to lose a vacation day in the Caribbean. You know what I'm talking about? Got to take that ready. We're not ready to go yet. We're ready as a family, right? We're all ready. We, you know, clothes for the plane are on. Bags are packed. You know, waiting to call up the driver to come take us to the airport. House is all ready to get locked up. You know, the dog's all ready to, you know, for the house sitter to come over and watch the house and the dog while we're gone, right? The only thing that's not ready is the plane and the travel time, right? Because that's still multiple hours off. But we're excited. We're stoked. So we're like, all right, let's just go to the go to the um, airport early, right? We'll kick it in the Admiral's Club. You know, we'll kick it in the Admiral's Club, get some munchies and crunchies, couple pre-flight cocktails because you know you're going to get gypped on the cocktails on the plane because you're going to be sleeping most of the time so we uh you know get in the car get to the airport man everything ran so smooth at the airport i have to you know i have to give it up to you know flying at 
midnight, 11 o'clock at night, one o'clock in the morning, whatever time it was, I can't remember, but whatever time we was flying, it was like around that time. Uh, smooth, man. Smooth. Ain't a motherfucker in the airport at 11.30 at night. Nobody. Now, the ticket agent for American, she was a little grouchy, right? Here we come in, you know, four people, all hyphy, right? All the girls, wifey, Bella, Ava, they like grinning from ear to ear. You know, me, of course, I got the hat down low, the beats on, you know, the hoodie over my beats. Don't talk to me. But man, the girls, they come in. It's like it's like we're two separate families. It's so funny when we travel. They're bouncing off the walls, smiling, hair ponytails flippity flopping right and then the, the ticket agent is just like welcome to american <laughs> could i have your driver's license please i'm like did you just get done smoking a carton of menthols in the back or something but then you know i realized holy shit it's midnight 11 45 1 in the morning this poor woman she don't want to be here right she don't want to be here and actually we checked in early so at this time it's probably like 10 o'clock 9.30. She didn't want to be there. She wanted to get home, right? Last thing she wanted to do is mess with us. But we check our bags, get up to Admiral's Club, have a couple drinks, have some food, charge some devices, get on the plane, and it's, it's perfect, man. Get to St. Thomas. From St. Thomas, we got to jump in a cab, get down to the port, get on a boat, and then get to St. John. And, and, and this is where... So we we get oh we had to land in Miami and go from Miami to St. Thomas. And when we get to Miami, you know, because wifey was handling all the details. And then this is where the first hiccup came about, right? Wifey's handling all the details. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to call this lady because this lady's supposed to be meeting us in St. Thomas, right? Meeting us at the airport and getting us from the airport to the boat, from the boat to St. John, from St. John to the rental car place, and from the rental car place to the house that we rented, right? It's like this all concierge thing. So I leave the lady a voicemail. I don't hear back, right? We about to get on the plane. I'm like, all right, get on the plane, land in St. Thomas, check my phone, still ain't heard back. Then wifey gets a call. The lady's like, when are you guys coming in? We're like, coming in. We're in. Where are you at? We don't see you. Oh, I thought you were coming in at a different time. I'm like, do you check your voicemail? She's like, we're on the island. Voicemail don't always work. Which, I got more on that later. So anyway, she gives us some directions. Go here, go there. So we end up meeting her at the ferry on St. John. Takes us to get the rental car. You know, and I thought like it'd be cool. For, here, here's another little hiccup. I thought it'd be like cool family vacation. We're going to rent a four door Jeep hardtop, take the top off, you know, cruising down on the island. Nope. Jeep company, man, won't let you take the top off a Jeep. I'm like, are you kidding me? What's the benefit? Of, I would have rented a pickup truck. No, I wouldn't have rented a pickup truck, but I would have rented something else. Like, what you mean I can't take the top off a Jeep? That's the only reason why you rent a Jeep. Take the top off. I was cruising around, you know, Tulum, Mexico all year, all summer last year. Top off that rental Jeep, but nope. And then I'm like, I'll just take that motherfucker off myself. He ain't going to know. We're not going to mess up his Jeep. So we get in the Jeep. Dude's got stickers, those kind of stickers that like if you remove them, the person's going to know that it was removed, <laughs> right? 
He's got them all over every latch uh, to be able to take the top on and off, every bolt, everything. So he'll definitely know if you take the top off that Jeep. Hilarious. I'm like pickled again. But, man, the house was beautiful. The kids did great on the flight. I typically, the, the hardest part of the flight is when we landed in Miami. Bell didn't sleep at all from Phoenix to Miami. And then uh, we all did, so we were fine. So she was a little cranky in Miami, and then she was a little cranky on the flight from Miami to uh, St. Thomas. But the rest of the family was cool. Bell should have slept. She knows it, but she didn't. Um, but it was awesome because, you know, I, I, I was really, first of all, I don't, like I said, I don't like traveling such far distances. Second, I don't like, uh, taking red eyes or connections, right? I got some travel issues, man. I got to look into those, hit up my therapist. I don't like taking connections and I don't like flying red eyes. And we did all of that. And long distances with kids. It's like all of my no-nos all in one trip. Uh, but it worked out great because by the time we got the car and got to the house and checked the house out and everybody picked their room and yada, 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 all that happened. We were able to cruise down um, to the local store, stack up on stuff, you know, the milk, the coffee, the fruits, and, you know, just the normal everyday essentials that you need, cereal, you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, stocked up at the store and uh, got back to the house and it was like perfect because then we just had like a I made a nice dinner at home and we got some time to like just chill and decompress and enjoy the house a little bit and then the next day it was like zero to 100 vacay mode you know what I'm saying like hitting the beaches and, and everything uh, and man, the beaches in St. John were off the hook. Let me tell you what, if you haven't been, you got to check out these beaches in St. John, uh, the whole Virgin Islands. We want to take a quick commercial break and when we get back, I'm going to tell you more about the beaches in St. John. I'm going to tell you a little bit about the homeless mermaid. And I'm going to tell you a whole lot more about painkillers, my homeboy, my brother from another mother, that man, Foxy. Now back to Dads with Swag with your host, Sean Alfonso. Welcome back to Dads with Swag. Check us out on iTunes and please subscribe, rate, and review the show. We need all the love we can get. You can find all our past episodes on dadswithswag.com. Follow us on social media at your coach Sean. And if you have any questions or show ideas or you want to come on the show, email me at Sean at SeanAlfonso.com. Green Chef is the first USDA certified organic meal kit delivery service that includes everything you need to cook delicious gourmet meals that you can feel good about. 
Ingredients come pre-measured, perfectly portioned, and mostly prepped. And when I say mostly prepped, I'm talking about the carrots, the onions, and things like that. I know definitely in my family, with these other meal prep kits that we've been using, when it comes time to chop up the onion, no one wants to get the job done. With Green Chef, it comes pre-chopped and pre-portioned. Green Chef's expert chefs design recipes with gourmet flavor you typically can only find in restaurants. We were lip smacking on some mushroom lentil flatbreads one night and had Asian chicken noodle soup the next. Delicious. With Green Chef's premium organic ingredients, you can feel great about what you're eating and how it got to your table. Green Chef thinks dinner should be planned around your life and not the other way around. And I know as a parent, we all have these busy days. We don't have time to worry about planning meals all the time. We're too busy getting back and forth from dance, gymnastics, soccer, volleyball, baseball, basketball, football. It's all planned out. So why not let somebody else plan your dinner as well? You hear me? And I'm going to hook you guys up like I always do with the swaggiest deal of all. For $50 off your first box of Green Chef, go to greenchef.us forward slash swag. Once again, that's greenchef.us forward slash swag and get your $50 off your first box. The beaches. The beaches, the beaches, the beaches. I'm telling you what. Some of the most beautiful sand I've ever laid my eyes on. All right? I'm telling you, the water, beautiful. It's not like that Bay Area water, man, but that shit's all cold and freezing. This was warm, beautiful water. A little bit salty for my taste, but hey, I got over that quick. One of the cool, we was there for, for wifey's birthday. And one of the coolest excursions that she she planned for us was her. You go check out my IGs. The 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 photos are, are funny as hell. Uh, at your coach Sean, her and the girls. I got some great photos up there. But she planned this thing uh, where her and the girls got to dress up in these mermaid costumes, like tails and everything. And they did a photo shoot on the beach and in the water with like seashells and all kinds of shit. It was bananas. One of the funnest things we did there. So if you go or if you know somebody that's going and they got kids, you got to tell them, check out the homeless mermaid. All right. My girl, Katie Rockefeller, she she does this mermaid thing and they take pictures. She gives you all kinds of pictures. You could buy the tails and the the costumes. We bought all that stuff so the girls can use it in a pool. Like it's it's dope as hell. We had so much fun. So go check out her Instagram at Homeless Mermaid. All right. Her name's Katie Rockefeller living in St. John Virgin Islands, the homeless mermaid. Go check her out. And if you anywhere around St. John, or even if you're going to go there for the day, make sure you holler at my girl. She will definitely hook you up. Even if you're on like an island, I bet you she's such a cool lady. I bet you if you called her up and you're like, yo, Katie, I'm going to be on St. Croix. Can you come like come over to St. Croix and hook me up with the same thing? I bet you she'll do it for an extra fee, of course. But my girl, Katie Rockefeller, 
Homeless Mermaid. That that was awesome. Another thing we did that was really cool is we uh we rent we chartered a boat for the day, right? And and Bella, she's afraid of boats and water and snorkeling and all that kind of stuff. So we decided to just charter a small boat with just the just the family, just the four of us. And then we had like a, a, a lady driving the boat, a female captain, and then her first mate was a female too. So that was kind of cool. It really made um, Bella more comfortable, right? Because she saw all these girls doing the boat stuff and jumping in and out of the water and things like that. So we figured, you know, when we're going snorkeling off the boat, you know, if she doesn't want to, she could be safe on the boat. There's not going to be, because you know me and my stranger danger, right? So I knew that I'd feel comfortable that, you know, there wouldn't be no stranger danger and all kinds of crazies on the boat. So we chartered this boat, but man, I tell you, probably like an hour into it, Bella's jumping off the side of the boat, doing cannonballs, snorkeling her and wifey hand in hand, snorkeling, checking out sea turtles and diving down to pick up sea stars starfish whatever the hell they called i wasn't touching it everybody's all look daddy look touch i ain't touching that shit man i I ain't got no teeth but it can bite me i'll tell you what right now but uh man that was fun some of the best snorkeling man the water is so beautiful and like i said like the temperature and then oh man I, and I don't snorkel or scuba dive much, but man, I'm getting this new thing and I'm going to use it when I swim in the pool. This is the best thing. So, you know, when you typically go snorkeling, you got this one tube that comes out the side of your mouth and then you got your mask, right? And it's like, for me, having my nose plugged up like that, like always seemed weird. It was, it always just seemed challenging, right? So, Um, it was just like always hard to just only breathe through my mouth and not through my nose. And, um, I don't know if maybe I predominantly breathe through my nose. So it kind of threw me off, but they got this new, new mask, man. This is the shit right here. This mask, it's a one piece mask. It goes over your mouth and your face and you could breathe through your mouth. You could breathe through your nose, breathe any way you want. I'm getting out for the pool. I'm going to start doing my swimming and that thing. I was chilling. I loved it, man. It was awesome. We had a great time. But uh, definitely, man, the water, just magnificent. Um, the, You know, we, we loved it. And then the painkillers, man, I got to tell you, you know, before we came in, I didn't know, I didn't know much about St. John or the Virgin Islands, right? I know that that hurricane blew through there a while ago and kind of, you know, messed some shit up. But every person that we talk to at school or anywhere, they're like, you know, they're like, oh, what are you guys doing? We're like, oh, we're going to go to St. John for a little bit on the summer. Like, oh, you got to have a painkiller for me. I'm like, man, these painkillers, they must be like some good shit. Um, cause every place, man, they're like, oh, you gotta have, you know, go to the soggy dollar, go to the soggy dollar and get a painkiller, man, get a painkiller, go to the soggy dollar and get a painkiller. I'm like, all right, first of all, I don't know what the soggy dollar is. Second of all, these painkillers better be good because everybody's talking about them and wifey. She's like, we got to go to the, the day we rent the boat. We got to go to the soggy dollar. So here's the thing though, man, here's the scam, right? Cause you know me, I'm always looking for the hustle. Here's the hustle. The British Virgin Islands, they got a hustle going on. And I I didn't, I'd only went through this thing one time. So I didn't get a chance to kind of figure out exactly what the whole hustle was. But there's some kind of hustle, all right? So check it out. 
St. John is in the U.S. Virgin Islands, right? So technically, you're not supposed to need a passport to get to and from, right? And technically, it's still part of the U.S. And you're still in the U.S., right? I did, though, have to contact my cell phone provider, AT&T, and be like, yo, I got unlimited data in the U.S., Mexico, and Canada, and I'm still in the U.S.? How come you keep sending me and every member of my family these texts that, like, I'm at $300 over my limit? They hooked that. They figured they must get that at least a thousand times a day because they took care of that quick. And we're going to get back to the cell phone business later. But uh, they got a scam, man. So when you char- when you charter a boat or if you get on a boat and you go to a British Virgin Islands, right? And we went to uh, Josh Van Dyke or something like that. I don't know what the hell the name of the island was, but we went there. Because that's where the soggy dollar's at. And you gotta go to the soggy dollar, right? This scam they got going. $75 a person to go from the U.S. Virgin Island through customs to the British Virgin Islands. And I'm like, hold up. I've done done some traveling in my time. Not a whole bunch of traveling, but I had done some traveling in my time. And I ain't never... Never, ever, I mean, never, ever, 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 ever had to pay somebody a country, a foreign country, $75 to check out their country for an hour. Never. Uh, So I don't know, especially one as close as this, right? If I want to go to Canada, I'm not crossing the border and they're like, yo, $75 per person, please. That'll be $300 for this car full of family. We go to Mexico five times a year. I ain't once had to give no federale $300 for me and my family to come into Mexico. But apparently the British Virgin Islands, they they on some hyphy shit. And they think they can just go about charging people, right? $300. Crazy. But we have to see the soggy dollar, right? So we paid it $300. I'm already pissed at this point, right? I'm already pissed. I'm like, this is ridiculous. $300. $300. But then I see it. I start seeing it. The palm sweating, right? They just they just giving a little here to this border agent, giving a little here to this border agent. Because I think what you end up paying the money for isn't necessarily to go through the customs, but it's that so they don't come aboard the boat and want to search the boat not like i don't think they had anything hypey on the boat but maybe they did i don't know but they was some palm greasing they was some backdoor dealings going on so if anybody got any contacts in the british virgin islands ask them why the hell i gotta pay three hundred dollars to go to the soggy dollar and if so at least give me a free lunch coupon a free painkiller or something that's ridiculous And then that must just show you how well the soggy dollar advertises, right? Because I was willing, my wife was willing, for us to pay $300 in tariffs, I guess, to go order a drink and have lunch at this restaurant. And I'm talking about I could have had some fucking bone-in ribeyes and a nice bottle of Pinot right? 
for if I'm paying three hundred dollars. And this didn't even come with a drink. But here's the cool thing. So the ladies on the boat, they tell us, hey, text your family. Go to the Soggy Dollar website and get the link and text your family and have them buy you a drink. So they got this thing, right? And it's pretty cool. But, you know, fucked us up quick. We ended up having to give some away. So wifey, she's all about that. Me, I'm like, I'm not texting nobody. So wifey goes on their website and gets the link and texts her dad and her sister and texts my brother. And she's like, we're about to go to the Soggy Dollar. Go to this link and buy us drinks. And then when we get there, our name will be on a board and drinks will be bought, right? So we pull up to the Soggy Dollar after we went to my man Foxy's, which I'm going to get into later because that's the most important part of the whole, the whole, the whole trip. But we get, we get to the Soggy Dollar and they got this big, like, you know, cardboard poster with people's names on it. And then it said, you know, Megan and Sean, happy birthday, love, you know, Jess and Shane, drinks on us. And, you know, Megan, happy birthday, love your dad, you know, have some drinks on me. And then my brother, you know, happy birthday or, you know, happy birthday, Megs, drinks on us. And um, it was funny, though, because so it's two drinks, right? So that was six, six of these things. And these things, man, they made with Rumpelstiltskin. You know, and it sets you back. And I'm not much of a drinker. And we had had a couple cocktails on a boat. So we only actually drank four of them. And then uh, we gave two to some other people. But uh, it's a pretty good, pretty good hustle they got there at the old Soggy Dollar. Um, but I'm going to tell you something now. The Soggy Dollar was cool. And I'm sure, like, I'm going to get, you know, tweeted at and shit. Why are you dissing the Soggy Dollar? The Soggy Dollar was cool. But I'm going to tell you a better spot. A better spot is Foxy's. It's on the same island. You still got to pay the $300 to get on it or the $75 per person or whatever the hell they do. But I'm going to tell you, man, my man Foxy, he got a joint down there. Ooh-wee. It is laid back Luke. And dude, Foxy is cooler than the other side of the pillow. I tell you what, this dude, man, his life, he sits, he sits in a chair in the middle of his bar, which is right on the water. He sings songs, he greets customers, and he's just living the life. And I'm not much for like going places and buying souvenirs and t-shirts, but I tell you what, man, I got me a shirt from Foxy's because this dude, man, he's, he's legendary. This cat is bad. So we walk up, right? And we're the only people. It's early in the morning still, you know, about maybe 11. We're the only people in this place, man. And we come walking up and he just greets us with a hello. And then, you know, he's kind of ribbing us back and forth and, you know, tricking us and, and doing some stuff. And then him and Ava decide to get in a joke off. Right. And they just start because he tells us a joke. And then Ava's like, well, I got a joke for you, Foxy. And he's like, let me hear it, right? In this like Caribbean accent that's off the chain. And then, uh, so they start going back and forth, joke for joke for joke. Then Foxy, man, Foxy, Foxy done told Ava this racist joke. But Ava's a little too young. So he didn't kind of like, she didn't get it all the way, right? And uh, so, you know, she he, he said the word Negro, in the joke right and uh 
So we're walking away and I'm like, Ava, man, you can't pronounce, you can't repeat that joke to nobody. And she said, I know daddy. And Mr. Foxy's Spanish isn't very good because it's negro, not negro. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God bless your heart, baby. I love you. I love you. Um, so she didn't even get the joke that it was racist, but here's this dude. I don't know, man. Foxy's got to be in his seventies, something like that. You know, Caribbean black dude, man, telling a little white girl, some racist joke about to get her ass whooped in the streets. If she ever repeats that joke, man, but I love you, Foxy. You a cool cat. And he's like, Hey, where are you from? man? I'm like the Bay area. You know it born and bred baby dude on the spot, on the spot. Makes up a song about San Francisco. And it was a fucking 10. Awesome. Talked about everything about the city. Lombard Street, gays, hippies, techies, Marin, Oakland. Like, you name it, man. He talked about it. It was awesome. Dude went on for like five minutes, uninterrupted, off the dome. So, man, if you ever get out to the British Virgin Islands, the U.S. Virgin Islands, even if you're in Puerto Rico and you want to just take a day trip, man, go to Josh Van Dyke Van Yost or something. I don't know. Figure it out. Dude's name is Foxy. Tell him the swaggiest dad of all sent you and hit me up and I'll buy you a painkiller. He ain't got no fancy web shit like they do with the soggy dollar, but I'll call him up and I'll throw it on my card. Drinks on me at Foxy's. I tell you what. Cool cat right there. But now we're going to talk a little bit about cell phone service. All right. Cell phone service in the U.S. Virgin Islands. AT&T. Can you throw up some towers? Verizon. Don't even work. If you got Verizon and you on St. John, I feel for you because it don't work. Not a bit. AT&T was spotty. So now I see why this lady, I got, I got a voicemail three days after the person called me. My phone never even rang. Three days later, text messages, you better hope. Hope you got a wish bucket because you got a lot of wishing to do. But the only other thing, other than the cell phone service, the only th- other thing about this family vacation in the U.S. Virgin Islands is they drive on the wrong side of the street. Now, Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying they drive on the other side of the street. I'm not saying that they have right hand drive cars. No, I'm talking about they use left side drive cars on the left side of the street. So in driving, you should be facing your oncoming traffic driver to driver. Whether you're driving on the right side of your car or the left side of your car, you always got drivers in the middle passing each other. Why, you ask? Because your eyesight can see better down your straight ahead. So you know you don't crash into oncoming traffic, right? You can gauge your side of the car much better than you can gauge your passenger side of the car. (laughs) Yeah, no, not on St. John. On St. John, they're like, let's drive on the left side of the road, but keep our drivers on the left side of the car. So you're driving passenger to passenger. Nobody knows where anybody's at. I'm too far over 
on my side. Homeboy coming the other way. It's too far over on their side. We both kick cutting at the last minute. Skeet skirting all over the place. And the, the roads only hold two cars. So it's not like I'm on like a four-lane road. No, 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 no. It's two cars. And when I say two cars, I mean two cars. Not two and a half cars. Not two and a quarter cars. Two cars. I don't even mean like one car and a big car. I'm talking two cars. Two normal-sized cars. If a truck's coming the other way, you better like get as close to the cliff as you can because you're getting run over but man we loved it got back home and as usual we missed it we'll be back we'll check you out again there virgin islands but the time the thing i really want to point out is with our vacations sometimes it's really high and sometimes it's really low Don't let those little bumps in the road stop you and your family from having a great time. Just remember that family vacations, whether you're just driving to a local hotel, whether you go into some relative's house, or whether you're getting on a plane, they're meant for bonding, having fun, and loving on each other. And for all eternity, I am going to end this show today with Alfonso Girls, I done whooped your ass in kick ass. We out. episodes.